0: Propcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by our mini helmet contest. The SGP mini helmets are now in the store, and we're giving away one for free. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet to enter and Football Bingo is back, this time for the NFL Christmas Day slate, free to play, and every Bingo gets a $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, December 21st, here to talk about NFL Week 16 Thursday Night Football. Player props between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Jets. And joining me here as usual to help me break down the player props for the Thursday night football game. It's the voice of the NASCAR gambling podcast, the F1 gambling podcast, the NFL gambling podcast, CFL gambling podcast, the man does it all. It's Rod Via Gomez. Rod, what's going on, my man? Moon off, these guys only
1: have a limited amount of time. We can't we can't just go down Sorry. the list of everything. We we got it. Yeah, we gotta keep this moving,
0: buddy. We have all the time we want, sir. We are gonna take our sweet time here because sadly the NFL season is slowly winding down, my man. I well,
1: that's okay because when one door closes, the USFL and XFL open. So I'm go. okay with it.
0: There you go. Um, yeah, so we're on to week 16 here, my man. It is a Thursday night football game between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Jets, who are both shockingly still in uh playoff contention. Now Rod, if we went back at the beginning of the season and we went down the Thursday night football list and saw this game on the schedule, we would have said, oh, both of these teams would have probably been hovering around eh, four wins, five wins. But here we are. The Jacksonville Jaguars have reeled off a couple of wins here. They're one game back in the AFC South behind the Tennessee Titans for the division. And the Jets, well, they're right there in the wild card uh, picture in the AFC as well. So, uh, big playoff implications for this matchup between these two teams. Obviously, no Mike White for the New York Jets. Zach Wilson did return last week as a starting quarterback in place of Mike White, who has, uh, ooh, sorry, who is suffering from some fractured ribs. But uh, Jets take the L last week against the Detroit Lions. Jacksonville wins in uh, a walk-off fashion in overtime off of a pick six from Dak Prescott. Um, and they have—they look like they have all the momentum here, uh, Rod, but what have you kind of seen from both of these teams? I guess we can start with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, look, if you would have told us
1: the look ahead at this matchup, I would have said these two teams are fighting for the last play or the the first pick in the draft. I mean, I think earlier on in the season, I was saying that Jacksonville had all the makings of, of having another first-round pick, uh, number one overall pick, rather. I mean, they're going to get a first-round pick, but uh, a first overall pick, and the way the Jets looked, to start the season, it was like, okay, maybe they're not as, as suspect, but I mean, these Jacksonville Jaguars to, to what you're just asked me, it's amazing that now it feels like all of a sudden these picks are starting to come together, right? These, these, this team that they've been building may actually have something for the rest of the league. It's just a matter of now, can it continue that way? uh, Or will they remember that they're the Jags and completely fall apart when it's all on the line? Because Jacksonville Jaguars and playoffs have not gone together in a very long time. And it would be interesting to see that happen again.
0: Yeah. It was the last time they made it to the uh, playoffs. they made that run all the way to the AFC championship with Blake Bortles and that defense that they had. And they almost beat the new England Patriots. Uh, That wasn't too long ago, I think, but yeah, prior to that, it's been a very, very long time for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, I think we, you and I have talked about this a lot with the Jacksonville Jaguars this season. Is that Last season, they dealt with all the Urban Meyer stuff and how he wasn't a great head coach for this football team. But now, you know, I keep on saying this on all the pods when we talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars, is that they finally have an adult in the room, Doug Peterson, right? He's getting um, these guys ready to play week in and week out, and they're putting together a squad, right? And I think Trevor Lawrence got a lot of slack last year. Because you're always going to have that criticism of, number one, being that number one overall pick, and, and just having that quarterback carousel that's been in uh, Jacksonville for the past several, several years uh, since Blake Bortles um, was there. So I think this team is going to be competitive, especially in that AFC South where more teams are trending in the wrong direction than the right direction. But I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are that one team in that division, Rod, where they are trending in the right direction, just because, number one, they have a good competent head coach and they're starting to put together a squad.
1: Well, just like you said, the rest of the division is bad and that's what's keeping them in the conversation and that's okay. I mean, that's this is probably the best situation for them to be in because now, if the rest of the division was good, they wouldn't have anything to play for, right? And they would right. just sort of be going through the motions and if they were eliminated early, if there was nothing for these guys to get up for other than just the fact to get up for every game as, as NFL players do, I mean, sometimes that's not enough. And we've seen that over the past few years where it's not enough for Jacksonville. They, they continue to sink lower and lower into the standings. Well, now they do. And so now you're starting to see these guys, actually the younger kids go, hey, there's a possibility here that we could be playing postseason football. This yeah. is, we n- none of us have ever experienced this. Let's get after it. This is our chance. And so I think they're waking up to the fact that this is a possibility and, and you're starting to see the play on the field reflect that.
0: Yeah, and for the Jets too, right? Like the beginning of the year where... They were what five and two, uh, hovering around that. They had Mike White come in and kind of light a spark under the offense. At least we know how good this defense was for the uh, for the uh, New York Jets, and they've been top in, I think, a lot of the categories of you know, pass rush. And and they had the number one, sorry, the number three overall. Number, two, number three or four overall, I think it was four, where they got Sauce Gardner, who's been one of the better quarterbacks in this league uh, already in his rookie campaign. So th- there's, it, it's 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 been a while for the Jets where they haven't been good, Rod, I guess from the Mark Sanchez days when they were making those playoff appearances. But um, I, I think there's more of a question mark at the quarterback position. Is Zach Wilson the guy of for the future for this franchise? I don't think he is because Mike White was doing an absolutely phenomenal job for this team before he did get injured. But tell me if Mike white is the future either. I mean, that's, that's yeah. really
1: what it is. It's, it's Zach Wilson, Mike white. You, you kind of have to pick the lesser of two evils at this point. And for whatever reason, Zach Wilson is just, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's going to take another year. I, we, I've always talked about the fact that we throw these guys in and expect them to be magnanimous leaders right out of the jump. And yet, yeah. you know, they're going to have to, a lot of these guys to take the the reins in their first couple of seasons there's a lot of learning to do in the NFL and it's just, we expect them to be polished right out of the box. And you know, Zach Wilson may need a lot more polishing before he can make it as a, as an actual leader on a team.
0: Yeah. I think next season will be really telling for, um, for Zach Wilson, if he is going to be the franchise of this quarter, uh, sorry, franchise quarterback of this organization in the New York jets. But, um, Yeah, so let's actually talk about this game here, right? We talked about the playoff implications of this team. Weather is going to be a concern in this game as well. Um, I was talking about this when I did the NFL Total Show with Scott, and uh, a lot of weather is going to be affecting a lot of these games. I think the Jaguars and the Jets game here in Jersey is going to be no stranger to that, right? I think they're expecting rain and wind in this game. Not heavy, heavy winds, but it's still up there around 14 miles per hour. Uh, Temperature is going to be around 45, 46 and it's going to be rain um, all throughout the uh, night in this game, so maybe we we'll see some ugly football here. But we're not a stranger to it on Thursday night football, run.
1: <laughs> Poor Amazon, they have zero <laughs> clue what they got themselves into. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I,
0: at, at that point, people are are going to know that you know teams or fans are going to watch no matter what it is. If it's you know Jacksonville and New York Jets on it on a Thursday night, or or what we've kind of seen throughout the season, but. um yeah, look, is still a big game for both teams. We talked about it right there, right? So uh, why don't we just dive into our player props, man. Um, let's get into the player props. We'll get player props as we usually do. We'll talk about some touchdown props, and then we'll wrap it up with best bets. So, Rod, let you kick it off, my man. What is your first player prop for this game?
1: All right, well, I am going – I know it's going to be an ugly game, you said. It's going to be ugly, and the weather's going to play a factor, but I don't think it's going to be that ugly of a game for Trevor Lawrence. His uh, interception total is it set at uh, .5, so a half an interception – Uh, I'm going to take the under at plus money for this one. This is at plus one Oh five. Look, Trevor Lawrence has actually been fantastic over the last few weeks. As far as not throwing interceptions other than last week, he did throw one against Dallas, but that kind of is Dallas. But before that, the last time he threw an interception was in October uh, against the Denver Broncos. And and he had a stretch of uh, five games there where he did not throw an interception. He took care of the ball. I mean, is there a correlation, obviously, to the success that the Jaguars have had uh, since he has has been taking care of the ball? I mean, I'm just saying that that sort of seems like uh, the, the time they started picking up their play is when he started to be uh, highly effective. So I, I don't think he's going to throw an interception in this game because the Jets have not picked off the last three quarterbacks that they've faced in Kirk Cousins, Josh Allen, and Jared Goff. So uh, the last time they got an interception was against the Bears, uh, where Justin field or I'm sorry Trevor Simeon uh, mm-hmm. threw an interception against them, but they didn't throw one again or they didn't catch one against Mac Jones and the Patriots. So I mean this Jets defense is not necessarily as scary as advertised uh, as far as picking off the ball. So I think Trevor Lawrence, if this is an ugly game and it turns into a rushing attack, if it turns into keep it around the line of scrimmage, Trevor Lawrence is good enough to be able to c- complete those passes without uh, throwing an interception in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it. has been, what, six weeks of one, two, three, four, five, six to yeah, six seven weeks where he's only thrown one interception, which was last week against the Dallas Cowboys. But even on the season where he's only throwing seven interceptions, and again, I got to throw we, – we have to throw the, the rookie stats of Ter- Trevor Lawrence out the window uh, from his rookie year just because, it, like we talked about, it's just been – it was just so bad – with what was happening with, with the coaching and everything. And, and it, it, I, I'm excited to watch Trevor Lawrence kind of progress through his career now having a, a competent head coach with with Doug Peterson, right? And, and we saw what the talent was with Trevor Lawrence when he was with Clemson, got picked number one overall. And I think this, this season where he has 24 touchdown passes, he has only seven interceptions, and he's being smart with the football, he has now the receivers that he trusts and he's built that rapport with and built that chemistry with. Whether it's been Zay Jones over the past couple of weeks, Zay Jones had a great, you know, uh, three touchdown game last week against Dallas. Uh, Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones has thrown flashes. Evan Ingram has kind of been reborn in this offense where he was so terrible for the New York Jets, uh, sorry, for the New York Giants uh, over those past couple uh, seasons when he was with them. So I think that IQ level of Trevor Lawrence has been improving uh, from game to game. And it's just really when you're in the NFL, it's just about getting reps. It's about getting that playing time. And and again, like you mentioned, the Jets defense, their pass rush, fantastic. They can get that pressure on the quarterbacks, but they don't really pick off the football and you leave it out there. So for Trevor Lawrence here, uh, not to throw interception. Yeah, I can get behind that for sure. Usually we've talked a lot about Rod that we we're rooting for guys to throw interceptions.
1: Yeah, not this time. Keep the ball in your hands in your receiver's hands.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, for my first player prop here, I'm going to stay with Trevor Lawrence here as well. Um, and I like what I've seen with his, uh, with his legs and his scrambling ability for Trevor Lawrence. I think this might be one of those games where we're expecting the weather to be bad. Okay. But I think that he's not going to force the football. And I think it's kind of correlated with what you just said that he shouldn't throw interception in this game that If he doesn't see something down the field, he's going to take off with with, with his legs. And we've seen him do that throughout the season, right? That number right now I believe was at 13.5, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double-check that because I did see some 15s out there. Uh, Yeah, it's at uh, 12.5. I'm sorry, 12.5 here for Trevor Lawrence. And this season for Trevor Lawrence, he had 21 last week uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Against the Lions, he had 32, 26 against the Chiefs, 53 against the Las Vegas Raiders. Earlier in the season against the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans, he had 23 and 29. Now, I know that the uh, rush defense for the Jets is one of the better ones because we did talk about how good this pass rush is. Uh, But I think that if he doesn't see something down the field that he's going to throw the football, or he's not going to throw the football, he's going to just take the maybe the, the small yardage and, and, and just keep uh, playing uh, above the sticks. What I'm trying to say, keep it positive, right? Not, not playing behind the sticks. So, um, and again, we saw Josh Allen do this. He ran for 47 yards. Some of the scrambling quarterbacks uh, earlier this year, Jacoby percent had 43. Uh, even Kenny Pickett had 15 rushing yards against the uh, jets defense. And also Mac Jones, seven attempts, 19 yards. So, Trevor Lawrence is not a stranger to run the football. If he has, I think, three to four attempts, he can definitely get over this number of twelve and a half. So uh, I'll take Trevor Lawrence over twelve and a half rushing yards in this game here, uh, Rod.
1: Part of the maturation process of a quarterback is understanding when to pull it down and when to get positive yards on a play, and and we're starting to see that with Trevor Lawrence too. So, you know, I, yeah, I, I I like this total only because it's highly possible if this game turns ugly. Like yeah. we already talked about in the narrative earlier, um, there could be a lot more of him scrambling out of the pocket and finding some yardage and some big chunks of yardage, uh, yeah. depending on what's going on.
0: Yeah, I agree. All right, before we continue uh, talking about our player props here for this Thursday night football game, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor. That's going to be WinBet. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to get – to wait th- turns of ways to win, I'm sorry, including live betting and same game parlays. Plus for the hashtag DGens only, try your luck at Winbet's Parlay Wheel. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at Winbet. And if you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet one hundred win one hundred Limited estate availability. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer some to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 years or older and present in a state where play through winbet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And also, don't forget to enter the SGP Mini Helmet Contest. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet to enter that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. And last but not least, football bingo is back. This time for the NFL Christmas Day Slate. Free to play, and every bingo gets, one, gets you a $100 SGP and gift card to the merch store. But it's only exclusively on the SGP and app. All right, Rod, take us over to player prop number two, my band. What do you got?
1: All right, I'm going to show the tight end a little bit of love here, and I'm going to go C.J. Uzama over nine and a half receiving yards. I had to do a double take when I saw this because I don't know that I see very many receiving totals that low. You're only asking this guy to get 10 yards. That's C.J. Uzama, the tight end for the New York Jets. Look, here's the thing. He's only caught a couple passes a game, but all of them have been pretty much over ten yards, or at least he's gotten to over ten yards in the the last few games. Last week he had two catches, but he had forty one yards on those two catches. We'll throw out the week before he had seven yards on one catch, two three yards short of this mark. But before that, thirty one yards on one catch, seventeen yards on three catches, sixteen on three catches. There's really oh, there's been more less games where he hasn't done this than he has done this. When he's played, I don't understand. I mean, this is just at minus one twenty. I fully understand. I guess why uh, we're talking about CJ Uzama having such a low total, given the fact that he doesn't catch a lot of passes. But you got to think that they're starting to see the light with Uzama now, right? I mean, they, he had two two catches, a really good game last week. Um, and and this Jags defense has been a little bit suspect against. The tight end position, they're giving up about 61 yards per game to the position. Dalton Schultz and uh, Peyton Hendershot combined for 35 yards against them last week where Hendershot had 20, Schultz had 15. Um, Chig, uh, Chig Okwano, uh had, I love saying his name, but I, I trip on it all the time, oh, yeah. Okwano, uh had 45 against them and Austin Hooper had 68. You can go back through the game log and find that almost every tight end that has played against this team has gotten at least 10 yards receiving. I don't see that trend slowing down and I see uh, CJ having at least, at least 10 yards and it may even be on one catch, but that's all you need.
0: I think that there's something between uh Zach Wilson and the tight ends um, this season or when he's playing or at the quarterback position for the uh, New York Jets. Um, you talked about it last week, CJ Ozoma had two touchdown catches and again obviously two catches for two touchdowns and a long of 40. This kind of reminds me of when we talked about George Kittle, Rod, that you know when George Kittle is making catches they they go for long receptions and sometimes you only need that one. And and I think you ta- we talked about it with George Kittle. I think Z- CJ Ozoma uh can also be that guy here for um this Jets offense um this week. So again, it's going to be important for Zach Wilson to really I think uh be careful with the football because this is a big game for them. And I and I think that, you know, just what you mentioned that 61 receiving yards is what they've been allowing uh to opposing uh tight ends have the Jaguars. I think that there is a definitely a possibility of this happening for sure because every single tight end that faced this season, Rod has gone over this projection of nine and a half. Now I know you have Tyler Coughlin there as well, but I think the red zone target of CJ Ozoma. Uh, is definitely going to be there for uh, this game for the New York Jets offense. All right, Rod, let me get over to my next player prop. I will stay on the Jets side with you. I am going to go with Garrett Wilson, over 55 and a half receiving yards in this game. And it's really the simple fact that it seems like Garrett Wilson has really found his form for the offense for the Jets in his rookie year. The last five games, Wilson has been targeted a little over eight times per game. He's also averaging 89 yards per game in that span. He has gone over this projection in five straight games with a minimum of 75 receiving yards in each of those games for the New York Jets. Uh, Wilson has gone over this projection in five of the last seven home games as well. And I like Wilson to continue dominating the yardage uh, for uh, the New York Jets on the offensive side. I did see that Mims has already been ruled out for this game. We're not sure about Corey Davis yet, but... I think there is something there with Garrett Wilson being the number one guy for this offense. So I'm going to take Garrett Wilson over 55 and a half receiving yards. That's um, player prop number two here, Rod.
1: Talk about an explosive receiver and just a fun player to watch overall. I, I think once he gets going and I think once whatever quarterback ends up playing for the Jets and starting for the Jets uh, is going to have just a nice solid guy for a very long time as long as he Decides to stay in New York, I suppose. But yeah, I mean, I I think in a game where we're going to see at least one receiver go off, I I think Garrett Wilson is probably going to end up being that guy. I mean, obviously we know that Zach Wilson does not throw for a lot of yards, uh, but if at least 56 of them go Wilson's way, we'll be happy.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, All right. Take us over to player prop number three.
1: What do you got? Well, because I always have to throw in something that isn't necessarily on the uh, offensive side of the ball. Let's go with DJ Reed, the New York Jets cornerback. Uh, his over/under on t- uh, total tackles is set at four and a half. Uh, I say he goes over this number. With the exception of last week, uh, he had five straight weeks. Uh, I'm sorry, five, uh, five, yeah, five straight weeks in which he hit this this mark. He had six against New England, six against the Bears five against Minnesota, five against Buffalo, and uh, eight against the Patriots. So, in fact, it, it's pretty much been a long streak of him getting at least five tackles overall. Talk about why the cornerback in the Jets is going to play as much as it is, is because if we think that Trevor Lawrence is going to try to utilize his weapons, uh, his passing weapons, that's going to give the New England secondary a lot of opportunity to collect tackles. Um, and, and look, he's even, you know, he sneaks up and he, and he plays around the line of scrimmage as well. So, you know, we're going to, it's going to give them an opportunity to stop the run on a couple of occasions. So, um, we've done pretty well with our defensive uh, props. We've, we've hit a lot of the total tackles and sacks props. So I'm yeah. just going to add one more to the fire. Keep an eye on DJ Reed, the cornerback for the, uh, jets is number four on your program, but number one in your prop sheet.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I like it, man. Um, we, we talked a lot about this just defense, right? That they're, they're a feisty bunch They're They're one of the better ones in the league so far this season, and again, that's a tribute to their head coach bringing that defensive mentality over from San Francisco to this New York Jets team with Robert Sala. Maybe the time management is not uh, great yet for Robert Sala as we saw last week, Um, but defensively, again, you can put this unit up against anybody, and um, you've been crushing it on the defensive props, so um, I think this one will will definitely get uh, to the window for us for sure. Amen. All right, uh, all right, Rod. I I I I think this is gonna be your moment where you are gonna be so proud of me. I am also going with a defensive prop. Um, I'm probably gonna butcher his name. It's on the Jaguar side, Foye Aluakin. Uh, he is the leading tackler for the uh, New York, uh, sorry, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it's not even close by a mile how good this guy is tackling um, the opposition for the Jacksonville Jaguars this season. I'm quickly trying to pull up his numbers here. Um, So he's playing in 14 games this season. He has 156 tackles for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, The next closest guy in tackles is, uh, let's see here, Devin Lloyd, linebacker, who only has 98. And the number right now for him with for total tackles and assists is at 10 and a half. And he's been crushing this number over the past several weeks, including he's had a total of 14 tackles at least in four straight weeks for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's had uh games where he's had 10 solo tackles, 11 solo tackles, 13 solo tackles, but also the assisted tackles in this game are in those games as well. He's had five, four, four, and five. And he's got, like I mentioned, 14 and at least four straight games for this uh, Jacksonville Jaguars defense. So I think if we're expecting, number one, Charlie check down with Zach Wilson and maybe them running the football more with us with Michael Carter or with Knight, um, I think the opportunities are going to be there for Louigan to get those tackles again. And I'm expecting him to have a big night getting tackles. So at 10.5, it is a little bit of juice at minus 135, but I think it is rightfully so. Uh, where, you know, this guy is leading this Jacksonville Jaguars unit, defensive unit in tackles. I'm going to take the over at 10 and a half.
1: There are players that just love to find the ball and it doesn't matter what their assignment is. Once they see that ball go into a player's hands, they go straight for it. So, uh, and when you, when you see numbers, like what he's got, like 14, 14 and, and upwards of that, you know, he's one of those players and he's going to find the ball every single time. So, uh, I love the over on that. That's a that's a good solid ten. That seems conservative, so definitely take the over.
0: Yep. Uh, all right. So that will be three player props each. Let's get into our touchdown props, Rod. Uh, whether it's first touchdown, anytime touchdown, what do you got for the people?
1: Uh, I basically have found that tight ends are a fun pull this week. Uh Their yes. their odds are very nice. Uh, I'm going to go Evan Ingram with an anytime TD. Got this at plus 300, uh, and and the case for Evan Ingram can be made just, I mean, you made it earlier, The fact that he's coming alive now with uh, Trevor Lawrence, and and it seems to be that they've got a good rhythm going. Three touchdowns in the last three games, of course, two and one. He didn't have one last week, uh, but he did have two in Tennessee. He had one against Detroit. Um, Trevor Lawrence is starting to, to get something going with him. He seems to enjoy what's going on. Um, and, and is becoming one of the favorite targets there. You look at what the Jets have done. They've only allowed two touchdowns to the tight end position all season long. However, both of those touchdowns came in consecutive weeks. Last week against the Lions, uh, they, there was a touchdown allowed to, um, what was it, uh, Brock Wright, no less, yeah. uh, was the tight end that caught it there. And then, of course, Dawson Knox catching one for the Bills. So. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, if if Trevor Lawrence has found a new favorite weapon, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and think that he's going to get in the end zone. And at plus 300, that's I, I, kind of a, a great price for you to get this at.
0: Yeah, I like that one as well. Evan Ingram at uh, plus 300, three to one to find the end zone. And what you just mentioned, right? Tight ends uh, have been having success against this Jets defense. Um, so, yeah, I will co-sign that with you. The other one I did like on the... Um, I'm sorry, the um, Jets side. Uh, Garrett Wilson at two to one is exciting a little bit, but let's go further down the road. I think one of these tight ends of the Jets is going to find the end zone. And I'm going to let, let's give it a long shot here. CJ Ozoma, we talked about him a lot on this pod here today. Six to one for any time touchdown. Um, and if you want to get a little uh, uh, spicy with it, and if we're going to go with him at first touchdown, 25 to one, that's on the table there as well. So, I think it is going to be the week of the tight ends, um, Rod, and I. And I think that uh, you know we'll, we'll hopefully we've been doing pretty well with these uh, touchdown props. So I think uh, we'll get one of these across uh, for sure here this game on Thursday Night Football.
1: I'll I'll add to the Ozama thing just yeah. just real quick in that the the Jaguars are actually giving up. They've given up six touchdowns so far uh, on the season, and all of those have come within the last five games. In fact, four out of the last five games a tight end has found the end zone for uh, the opposition of the Jaguars. So they're they're kind of a leaky faucet there at the tight end position. Um, So definitely Uzama at plus 600 is a fantastic buy.
0: Yeah, we haven't talked about it, how the Jaguars' defense has not been very good, uh, uh, especially yardage-wise, against uh, uh, the tight end position. So hopefully we can get one of these across. All right, uh, let's get into our best bets before we wrap up this prop cast for Thursday Night Football. Rod, I will give you the floor first, my man. Best bet uh, for your player props uh, for this game. Listen...
1: The one with the lowest number, nine and a half for CJ Uzama receiving yards. I mean, granted, I, like I said, we know that it's juiced at minus 120. I don't feel like that's a very high price to pay for the fact that this is almost going to be a, a, a foregone conclusion. You're only asking me 10 yards. I mean, that's that's one one catch, one good catch. So uh, I, I have a feeling that this well within Uzama's uh, range of, of motion this week. And, and I like this bet the best.
0: Yep. Uh, no argument for me about that one. Uh, for my best bet, uh, let's go with uh, – I like what I've seen from Garrett uh, Wilson. I also like Trevor running the football as well. Uh, let's go with Garrett Wilson. Uh, Garrett Wilson, over 55.5 receiving yards. Um, the man's been on fire. I know Mike White uh, has been quarterback for three of the last four weeks, but I, I think that – jack wilson still made an effort to him to find him last week as well right um the targets have been there for him over the last four weeks hopefully that carries into this football game here on thursday night football and he's also averaging 89 yards per game in that span as well like i mentioned and in five straight games uh, with a minimum of 75 receiving yards so we're not asking him to get 75 just asking him to get 56 close to 60 here i think that he's going to be able to get that done um in this football game against the Jaguars. so my best bet garrett wilson over 55 and a half receiving yards. Uh, for this game between the Jaguars and the Jets. All right, Rod, another episode in the books for this Thursday night football game. Anything else we forgot to mention before we get out of here, bud? Nope, I, I think uh, just enjoy this Thursday night football game, question mark? Uh, Yeah, I mean, you might as well enjoy it before it, it goes away here, Rod. I think that's what everybody's going to be hanging their hat on.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, most of my bowl games are already over. Fresno State already won. Army didn't play in one. So, I mean, yeah, I guess I have to enjoy the NFL for what it's worth.
0: Yeah, I think we do as well before we get to the playoffs. But, hey, so a lot to be uh, determined, especially for divisions and playoff picture. But, hey, we're all here for it as well. Uh, Make sure to follow Rod on Twitter at RJ Villagomez. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Definitely check out the NFL Gambling Podcast. Uh, A lot of great stuff from the guys all throughout the season as we break pretty much everything down, look ahead lines, recaps, uh, Thursday night football, Monday night football, Obviously, your Sunday and Saturday games. Um, Now, this week, we have Saturday games on Christmas Eve, so definitely uh, keep that in mind. Um, That's going to do it. We'll be back Friday uh, or maybe tomorrow. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow uh, to talk about the Saturday player props and the Sunday player props, so definitely look out for that. Till then, good luck with your picks. Let's break these books off and let it ride.